And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative and just plain right, covering down on some major ground across the northern half of the great state of Alabama. I'm talking about way down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back to Gaston, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, Mississippi, thrown in just for good measure. Um, so number one of the triple dipper, fighting fentanyl. This is a scourge, by the way. This is it's, it's every once in a while you can find a thing that you can actually just you can you can put your hands on it. And you know if you could just change that one thing, you could actually change something in our society. I mean, sometimes it's all out there like, you know, you just know people need to, to know the Lord or, or you know that we've got to do something with fiscal policy. And it all sounds so big and esoteric. You're wondering, how do you get that thing out there? And is it, How about this? What if we could just stop fentanyl from coming across the southern border? What would it do? I'm going to tell you right now. It would save 100,000 lives. No kidding. How's that for a result? Can you imagine? If I were president of the United States, which I ain't, but if I were president of the United States, I'd be looking around going, hmm, why don't we just do this one thing? How about this? Let's make it a mission that we're going to stop fentanyl. I don't, I don't mean like make a little comment in my State of the Union speech where I say, it is time for us to take this seriously. No, that's just lame. How about, all right, fellas, here's the deal. We're going to stop fentanyl, and we're going to stop it hard, and we're going to stop it fast, and we're going to tell the Mexican government here's how it's going to be, and then we're going to make sure that China understands, too, that if we start finding those connections, we're going to sink them as they try to sail them over. How about this? If, 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 if Mexico won't control the border labs, then maybe it's time for us to take military action because 100,000 deaths in one year from fentanyl overdose, and the vast preponderance of that comes across the southern border. All right, Phil, are you getting a little extreme? Have you had too much coffee? No more caffeine for you. No, I'm just being serious. Here's the deal. We've got an opportunity to save 100,000 lives. How about somebody man up and do it? I'm just going to hazard the guess that if we could find a drug lab, find it, that we could put a Tomahawk missile in the middle of it, pretty darn quick. And I, I understand. I understand what that means. I understand. Before y'all start, oh, Phil, you're a warmonger. No, I'm not. I'm talking about saving 100,000 American lives. I'm just, I'm just saying we're at that point where this is truly a scourge on our society that has gone way beyond something that's like, well, it's just, you know, it's time for us to consider the war on drugs. No. Stop fentanyl. One thing. And then if we do, there'll be other things in the future that, you know, will rise up to replace it or they'll find other ways to try and get it in. I get it. I get it. They will. They always do. But you know this one and you know what it's doing and you know where it's coming from. The vast preponderance of fentanyl comes across the southern border. The vast majority of the precursor for it comes from China to Mexico. And you know what? The drug cartels, they are thumbing their nose at us right now. We are seizing fentanyl in quantities enough to kill every single American twice. And that's just what we're seizing. And yet we're still seeing 100,000 overdose deaths related to fentanyl. So story here, 1819 News had one story that came out just, what, two days ago. U.S. Senator Katie Britt just got a major position. So uh, Senator Britt is now the ranking member of the Homeland Security Subcommittee of the Senate Appropriations Committee. So what that means is she's in a position of influence on issues of homeland security. 
So she now has uh, joined in what they call several legislative efforts to combat illegal immigration and trafficking. So there's a bill being floated right now by Marco Rubio. It's called the No Coyote Cash Act. It would amend the uh, Immigration Nationality Act. It would include a criminal penalty and a ground of removability, which means, I believe, um, uh, actual cutting off of assets for the financing of any unlawful entry. So in other words, it's a way to get at the thing that drives the cartels is money. They could care less about people's lives. They're not trying to help people to get to a better life in America. No, they're, they're exploiting them. They're human traffickers. They, they're, they're trying to literally take fentanyl across the border, not because somebody needs it for their medication. They can, they can give a rat's hind end about, you know, how many people die for fentanyl overdose as long as they get paid before they die. Here's a quote from Brett's office. She says, With a record number of Americans dying from fentanyl poisoning, record deaths among migrants attempting to cross the border, record profits for the cartels, and a record amount of people on the terrorism watch list apprehended at the border, there's no doubt we have a crisis unlike which we've ever seen. This bill, the one I mentioned a minute ago, would protect vulnerable women, children, and men from being exploited by dangerous criminals while also helping stem the tide of illegal aliens or she calls them illegal immigrants, uh, immigrants illegally flooding across our border. Um, Representative Barry Moore, who's also been on the show several times, Congressman Moore says um, that we have seen a ninefold increase in fentanyl uh, being seized since 2018. Ninefold. Okay, they only do this because it's a money-making venture. If we're seeing a ninefold increase just in seizures, no telling what already got through. And oh, by the way, that means it's a lucrative business for them, and they're going to keep on doing it. Congressman Moore said since July of last year, border seizures of fentanyl have averaged 2,200 pounds a month. A month. That's just what they seized. So basically, they're confiscating more fentanyl per month now than they did in all of 2018 the heck? And he says, basically, as a result of our porous southern border, fentanyl is now killing an estimated 196 Americans per day. Per day. Well, let's bring that home a little bit. So WBRC, Rat Chander, in the Birmingham listening area, Rat Chander, Birmingham uh, story on WBRC dated January 24th, so we're at what, three weeks ago, three and a half says more than 300 Jefferson County deaths were linked to fentanyl in 2022. That's right here at home. That's just in one county. Of our 67 counties, of course, Birmingham being the or Jefferson County being the most populous, 300, more than 300 Jefferson County deaths were linked to fentanyl in 2022 alone. says officials say that more people are dying from opioid overdoses than car accidents or gun crime. Can you imagine more people dying from opioid overdoses than car accidents in Jefferson County? I mean, think about that. Aside from how many roads pass through there with every, all, the, all the municipalities, Birmingham, Mountain Brook, um, Hoover, Vestavia, Bessemer, head on over to West Birmingham, all the roads. But then you've got the interstates, the major intersections of I-20, I-59, I-65, all coming through that area, not to mention the state highways. And despite that level of traffic, opioid deaths is more than automobile accidents in Jefferson County. The coroner is a guy named uh, Bill Yates for Jefferson County. He said 417 people died from opioid overdoses last year, 
Most of them were fentanyl. Of the 417 overdoses in 2022, he said 339 have been certified as a direct result of fentanyl. Can you imagine? All right, so let's do the math here. If we could stop fentanyl at the border, then last year in Jefferson County, Alabama alone, 339 people might not have died. I mean, run these numbers in your head and try to tell me why we're not putting a Tomahawk missile into drug labs in Mexico. That's a, that's a horrible statistic. That is one county in one state where 339 people died because of one drug, and we know where it comes from, and we know where the elements to make it come from. So it's, what's happening right now is they're mixing it with everything in the world. And they're actually making pills that, that look like prescription drugs. They, they literally make pills that look like prescriptions. And then there are people who are desperate to get their prescriptions who buy them online or from a friend, and they don't realize what they got was a fentanyl substitute. Story here from AL.com, which is a bit of a jackleg story, to be honest with you. AL.com, dated February 16th, so four days ago says a Mobile County Sheriff's deputy was reportedly taken to a local hospital after he collapsed when he was exposed to fentanyl while searching a wanted suspect's vehicle. He was given naxalone, or, or naloxone, which is a drug used to counter the effects of opioids. He's in stable condition. But then they throw this in there. Some experts are skeptical of law enforcement accounts of officer overdoses. <sighs> With some pointing out to the New York Times that fentanyl overdose only occurs through snorting, shooting up, or injecting the drug, not from secondhand exposure. Oh, I guess the, the officer just lied. I guess they had to administer naloxone because he was faking it. Because, you know, got to do it for, what, YouTube, I guess. What a stupid thing to put in your article. Howard Koplowitz from AL.com. You got a Mobile County Sheriff's deputy who is doing his duty, who is collapsing because of exposure to fentanyl, apparently certified exposure to fentanyl, had to be given a counter-narcotic. He's in stable condition in the hospital. But Howard Koppelowicz from AL.com, he wants to write that, well, you know, some are skeptical of law enforcement's claims of officer overdoses because, you know, that's not how it really works. Get out there on the street, Howard. Do a ride-along someday and just see what, how life really works. I'm just saying. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back from this, let's start talking about stats. Where are we in fentanyl deaths and fentanyl actions and things that are happening around the nation? And then top of the hour, we got Barry Matson from the Alabama District Attorneys Association. And let me tell you, I got one story here. Those of you veterans in the audience, it's, uh, it's hitting our military pretty hard, too. We'll talk about it. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right. Uh, got some responses from folks here online uh, with regards to that uh, that 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 knucklehead statement that Howard Koppelowitz, the author of the AL.com article, threw in there about you know some are disputing whether or not these 
the law enforcement cases of overdosing is real. What a stupid thing to say. Uh, Jeremy from Huntsville texted in and said, fentanyl is 100% transdermal or absorbed through the skin. I agree with you. I've heard the same thing. Thanks, man. Uh, Bruce from Hazel Green, he says, they don't want to stop the drugs. They don't want to fix it. They want large numbers of us to die off. So, uh, that's a, I, I hope that's not true, but the reality is I know this. The cartels could care less. Um, I had one other. Where'd it go? Uh, shoot. Somebody else had texted in saying that, uh, that yes, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the fentanyl is absolutely potentially transmitted through the skin. So I had two people texting in the same thing. Anyway, listen. It's a heck of a thing to be a law enforcement officer. You have to make a stop. Right now, I mean, I can remember when for a while there, meth labs were the thing. And they had mobile meth labs. People making them in Coke bottles in their car. Uh, and just as a police officer, when you have to raid a hotel room at a CD, you know, flea bag motel and find out that there's a drug lab in there, you got you to gotta, you gotta literally be suited up. You got to bring in the hazmat. And, and fentanyl. I've, I've, in, in fact, Barry Matson, the guy who's coming on at three o'clock, he, I remember him speaking when I was in the, still in the state Senate before fentanyl became everything that we know of it today. He was talking about fentanyl being something that is literally able to kill everyone in the room, he said. And he, we were in a big room with probably a hundred people in, in attendance at a, at a hearing we had before the state Senate. And, and he was saying, if I had just enough, it takes to put on the, on the tip of my pinky, that, that amount could probably kill everybody in this room. And we're all like, what? And, that's, and it's true. It's absolutely potent and lethal. So there's a, there's a fact checker. Now, there's, there's, you know, there has been a little bit of good news, been a slight downward trend. Uh, and one fact checker I've got here that came out in the last few days is disputing the notion that it's the number one killer of people between the ages of 18 to 45. Okay. It only killed 100,000 people, but maybe it's not the number one. Anyway, it points out here that 71,000 people died from overdosing on synthetic opioids like fentanyl in the year 2021. This article came out a couple days ago, by the way. Up from almost 58,000 in 2020, mm. according to the CDC. Mm. In comparison, it says the CDC estimates that in 2020, almost 700,000 people died from heart disease. Okay. Wow. Well, how many of them had fentanyl-induced heart attacks? How about that? But anyway, nonetheless, we are looking at lawmakers that are claiming that they're being told that fentanyl is the number one leading cause of death for adults, and there's time to do something about it. You know what? If it's only the third or fourth leading cause of death, I'm just, you know, we can't stop heart disease, but you can stop fentanyl. You, you may not be able to stop cancer, but by God, you can stop fentanyl. It just takes the want to. That's where we are. It just takes the want to. It just takes literally saying enough is enough and, and unleash the hounds. I'm just saying, if we've got people right now on the ground, DEA and ATF guys working across the border, and they know where a drug lab is, mm, that thing may have to blow up in the dark at night. I'm okay with that because 100,000 people died in the United States last year. Here's a story, U.S. News. Dated February 15th this year. Recent data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention points to a sustained dip in overall drug overdoses. That's good. Not much, but it's down some. It says, according to provisional counts of reported deaths from the CDC's vital statistics, more than 100,500 people in the United States died due to drug overdoses in the 12-month period of September 22 
um, excuse me, of September of 21 through October of 22. That's down 7.2%. Yay. But when you look at those, how many of them had fentanyl attached to them? You are talking about an epidemic. You want to talk about an epidemic? This is an epi- It's a man-made epidemic. When you, you've got a 3.2% decline. Yay. That's not enough. It says overdose deaths in the U.S. rose dramatically during the first two years of COVID, increasing by more than 50% from around 73,000 in January of 20 to 110,000 in early 2022. And one of the states that had a spike, Alabama. Well, it says that fentanyl overdoses in the U.S. doubled between 2019 to 2021. COVID-19 and unintentional injuries were also included in things that caused deaths, but that fentanyl is considered one of those man-made deaths that could be stopped if we just took the right measures. How about this in our military? Uh, Story here, February 16th, from an organization called Legion.org. Says fentanyl was involved in 88% of the deaths of service members who had OVD'd on illicit drugs in 2021. That's a steep increase in the last five years. Says our military, according to Senator Edward Markey from Massachusetts, is not immune to the opioid epidemic. The DOD's latest report underscores the urgency of the moment. Says five years ago, the synthetic drug of fentanyl was the result of 36% of troop overdose deaths. Now it's 88%. From 2017 to 2021, a four-year period, 15,000 service members overdosed on drugs and alcohol. This drugs and alcohol. 332 of those died. More than half of those who died, died because of fentanyl. Members of our services. I get it. They were still doing something wrong. All I'm saying is, if you have more than half of 332, then you're looking at somewhere around 180, what, 160? who died because of fentanyl. You're looking at that static, the statistic I showed you from, or a minute ago from uh, Jefferson County. 339 people wouldn't have died if we could stop fentanyl. Well, I'm glad to see that some things are happening across the border. I'm pretty sure it happened to coincide with the fact that the Senate Foreign Relations Committee was holding a hearing on fentanyl overdoses. But here's a story from February 16th from CBS. Mexican soldiers seized more than half a million fentanyl pills in a raid. Half a million. Half a million fentanyl pills in a raid on the largest synthetic drug lab found to date, the country's army announced on Wednesday. The army said the outdoor lab was discovered in a place called Culiacan, which is in the Sinaloa district, uh, Sinaloa state. Soldiers raided the lab and found 630,000, that's more than half a million, that's a lot more than half a million, 630,000 pills that appeared to contain synthetic opioid fentanyl pills. They were made to look like things like Xanax, Percocet, and Oxycodone. And the DEA administrator says there's an absolute direct relationship between the Chinese chemical companies and the criminal cartels in Mexico. Yeah. How about this? The bust came on the same day the Senate was holding hearings. Ha! Coincidence? I think not. Coming right back, Barry Matson, Alabama District Attorney's Association, will get his thoughts. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 